0: That's trinityschool.org, Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life, transform the world.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply.
0: See website for additional details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath.
4: Hey what's up, you man Carlos Miller of the 85 South Show. Do me a favor, make sure you check out The Black Market, hosted by me, only on the 85 South Show feed. Subscribe to the 85 South Show to hear and tune in to The Black Market. Hear amazing interviews with entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders, people who are doing amazing things in the black community. Listen to The Black Market on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: When I was 18 years old, a nun at my high school was brutally murdered. Getting to the truth has opened a Pandora's box of secrets, exposing abuse of power and a world of lies at one Miami
4: monastery. I mean, the woman was stabbed 90 plus times. There's got to be something else going on here.
3: Listen to Sacred Scandal on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
4: It's time to stop reading the other people's success stories. You hear me tell everyone, every week, that's my opening mantra. And I also tell you to start writing your own stories because it's your story. Nobody else can write it. A lot of people see a dream other people's opportunities. They see other athletes. They see other actors. They see other entrepreneurs. That's their story. In order for you to be successful, you have to write your own story. And I always tell you to lead with your gifts. Gifts can be your passion and don't let your age, friends, family or co-workers stop you from planning or living your dreams. The interviews I do on Money Making Conversations involve celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs and industry decision makers. Uh, My next guest is what I like to call an industry decision maker. She's a uh, she changes the game. My name is Dr. Don Brown. Dr. Don Brown is a double board certified child, adolescent, adult, and sports psychiatrist. That's a lot. Let me say that one more time. Dr. Brown is a double board certified child, adolescent, adult, and sports psychiatrist. The reason I bring it up is because my daughter, she was a tennis prodigy at 16, and I know that we had to use a person to like this services because when you get into sports, you question yourself a lot, and then you can be you know, an injury, you can come into play. So it's a lot of things, the physical and many, many mental aspects of that athleticism, and also in everyday life that comes into play. She's also a pioneer of the mental health movement, and a nationally recognized two-time number one best-selling author, Forbes writer, ADHD coach, mental health expert, and public speaker. We're going to discuss with Dr. Brown why she chose psychiatry as her specialty, how to prioritize your health and the stigma regarding mental health that's a big one right there plus dr brown's secrets to being a successful serial entrepreneur you know this is money making conversation you know how to bring that up please welcome to money making conversation she's living in houston straight out of flint michigan dr don brown how you doing dr brown Mr. Sean, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Well, first of all, you look fantastic. Got that got money green on. You got money green on. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, great. <laughs> now, I said it a little bit earlier. Flint, Michigan, we know what's going on up there. Now, just not a story about trying to get find out what's going on with the drinking water, but it is a, a part of your past and part of your life, because I'm sure your relatives still in up there. Now you're in Houston, Texas, and we just came off that freeze storm that basically shut down. The state of Texas, and and saw how they were unprepared, and it's what we call a state that's supposed to have they act together. That's the, the state of Texas, and we're still dealing with the consequences of that freeze that really caused the loss of a lot of lives, yeah. and uh, that's important. So when you're dealing with that, that's all reason I bring these up is that those situations cause mental stress. The flip mission, that you Michigan situation where people are drinking water, they have to worry if that water's going to cause a deformity in a a child birthing situation or will cut short their life where their children grow up, where they affect their brain or 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 their growth patterns. That's Flint, Michigan. Then you deal with the freeze situation that happened in Texas, and people are still trying to recover from the mental, I guess, uh, I want to say uh, effect of uh, trust. Uh, will it happen again? Will I be prepared to happen with that? Talk about the whole mental makeup of people in general when stress comes into their life
3: a very in- interesting question you bring up. And even to mention Hurricane Harvey in there as well, right, in the comparisons. You know, trauma can be a blessing and a curse. It's mm-hmm. actually a silver lining in trauma. And how I say that is because of it's obvious the curse, right? The traumatic experience that per- uh, people can experience with how traumatizing the situation and condition experience could be for someone, how that affects their mentality, how that affects their emotional health, even their physical health. And then just like you're saying, their trust factor, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen next? Is the bottom going to drop out again? I cannot be happy because I know something bad is going to happen. Right. But then it's, it's the blessing. Many people um, have, you know, been motivated by trauma, mm-hmm. you know, the determination, the diligence, the drive, the resilience of trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And so wanting to motivate yourself out of a situation, find the tools and the keys necessary to do so and never stop giving up. So, it. but but then the baggage is still there. And if you don't address it, you don't deal with it, it can actually affect your mental health, right. particularly, and leave a lot of scars.
4: Well, let's talk about the mental health from a standpoint of just day-to-day living. Let's talk about the minority community and what we all know in the minority community, uh, Kind of um, shuns from showing weaknesses, and some people feel that if you admit that you have a mental illness, then you are weak. That you are showing a flaw, a flaw that can uh, that can uh, help people measure you based on your credibility, your sustainability as far as uh, what you can do with your life. Now let's let's backtrack a little bit about the minority community in Houston, Texas. I'm just using Houston, Texas as an example because I forgot about Hurricane Harvey in 2017. Hurricane Harvey happened in 2020, devastated the city of Houston. That's minorities. Who would affect it the most? Minorities. Then you move forward into 2020, and COVID hit. On top of COVID, it devastated the minority community. Then the George Floyd situation came out rioting, uh, social and civil unrest. Still on top of that, you were dealing with COVID 19. How do you deal with that? No vaccination. Then we move into Texas. Then we did the, still on top of that, no vaccination yet, the big Texas freeze hit. Who did it affect the most? Minorities. Okay. Now we're coming out, we have a vaccination uh, set up where we can get vaccinated and minorities are one of the slowest group that want to get vaccinated. So that's what the trust comes in, but there's also the stress because now jobs are saying, If you don't get vaccinated, you may not have a job here anymore. Dr. Brown, the floor is yours now.
3: you know it's so much to unpack there right because historically mental health physical health just medical in general medical health has not done people of color due diligence Mm -hmm. has not been justified right Mm -hmm. I mean this is an actual industry that has actually been targeted towards people of color haven't been there mistreated um, not treated not diagnosed properly I mean I can go on and on and when you talk about mental health all of those those factors play a role in as few of us, the lack of access, the lack of education, coming from people like me that look like people who want to hear information, who want help, but just don't know who to trust, where to go to, if they have the financial need or the financial reasons of being able to go. Um, I mean, it's just so much, right? And so what we try to do is we try to just start it one step at a time. Um, when you have insult after insult um, that you're saying, Rashawn, from you know things outside of our control, such as weather patterns and you know the traumatic um, effects of Harvey In Houston, and then, like you're saying, the power outage, the water outage here in Houston. And then you're talking about um COVID-19, and you're talking about people like look like me that are you know brutalized and murdered in the street, um, protests going on. I mean, it's insult after insult. So, what happens to our emotional health? Yes, it's traumatized Mm -hmm. and it's scarred, and if we don't do something about that that it could be actually jeopardizing and very dangerous because those scars don't heal they don't heal at all, if, unless you address them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a physical wound and you can actually see how the wound heals, how the skin, right. which is the largest organ in our system, can actually do miraculous things in just covering up that scar. You may have something to remind you of that scar, mm-hmm. but it's not a wound that's open, it's cut, that's not, you know, vicious. But when you're talking about emotional health, it's something completely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And a lot of the scars actually can become generational. It can actually be triggering. It actually can come up in different situations where you're not even thinking about it subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So yes, emotional health is just as equally as important as physical health. And in our community, people of color, we definitely have to talk about
4: it. Well, let's talk about that because I really like that analogy of the uh, uh, open scar, a wound that doesn't heal. Because let's talk about that for a minute because that's what happens from the mental aspect. We can't see it. So it cannot be acknowledged as a problem to the everyday viewer or the everyday eye, if you came in, if you, if I came into the house and my daughter came into the house and her knee was scarred, we go, what's wrong? Let's fix that. We put some a salve on it, some alcohol. She'll scream, Oh daddy, no, no. Then put a bandage on. Then all of a sudden we'll watch it, make sure it doesn't get infected. And then when it's, when it's, when it's repaired fully, then we're comfortable again. Now from a mental aspect we don't see that. So if we did come in here and we saw a wound on the side of your head and that signified that you were having mental stress, then we will know what to do. And guess what we will do, Dr. Brown? We will want to fix that problem. But when it's mental, then all of a sudden, you know, a lot of terms, he crazy. He don't have good sense. A lot of terms that I've heard in my neighborhood where, you know, that's don't, don't, don't go next to him. That's a crazy dude on the corner. You know, walk past, walk fast past him, because it was always deemed that somebody who was not, who's mentally stressed, was a person that you should stay away from, right. in the minority right. community. Am I right or wrong?
3: No, you're exactly a hundred percent right. I mean, a band aid is to cover up a wound, just like a smile is to cover up depression, right? Mm-hmm. But again, there's a historical analogy here. We were taught not to show emotions. Mm-hmm. Think about slavery. Mm -hmm. If you showed a bit of emotion, then you were actually beaten, bruised, victimized, shunned, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we had to be strong um, in order to survive that time period, in order to make it to another day, in order to be okay. But again, historically, we were taught to do that. And that's become generational, part of the generational curse if you will mm-hmm. that nowadays we still many of us don't show that emotion right mm-hmm. and it's taught that if this is a sign of weakness just like as a slave right. it's a sign of weakness you're not good enough you're not built well enough all of these type of things but I often tell my people of color hey you don't have to do that anymore right that was back then this is now Mm -hmm. You have me to hear to support you, your family that loves you. Here are the other support systems. And it's okay. It's okay not to have to smile all the time. It's okay to cry. It's God's tears letting you say, hey, I need an emotional release because I'm human. And back then, we weren't considered human. Mm -hmm. We were considered animals. We were considered victims. We were considered all these things that we couldn't actually express ourselves. And part of that mentality is still, again, a part of today's society, especially people of color. But again, even if we encourage for people like me to encourage our people, yet and still in different environments, atmosphere, work, whatever social circles, that mentality still exists. Right.
2: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends,
4: and
1: we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the and there they go almost on time this morning mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry looks like dad has the bags daughter is bringing up the rear Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat.
4: Visit NHTSA.gov
1: slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
4: Well, you know it's really interesting just hearing you talk is that you know, they you know, I hear the words council, cancel culture, which I can't stand. Uh, I hear words about, you know, why do we have to worry about trans transgender, why do we have to worry about the issue, why are all these people coming out of the closet? Why, 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 why? Because they have been afraid. They have been afraid to live a life. So now we're that mental health. We are afraid and we're trying to Erode or, or remove the barriers of fear. It's all right to say you are depressed. It's all right to say that you don't that you don't feel good and and that you you're stressing and that you this is you've you've reached your moment. You need time for yourself. It's all right to take vacation away from your world. And so I say that because when I talk when I'm talking to you, Doctor Brown, I take this stuff very personal because of the fact that. People can criticize and people don't know the power of criticism It really can stop a lot of people from seeking help. And am I am I correct when I'm saying that?
3: Yes, you are. It is because not only do you have to consider the criticism that comes externally, but how internally as well. Right? Absolutely. We all think we we'll ourselves. criticize
4: ourselves. And, you know, not- and, and that's important. So, so because I, I, you know, like I said, we have a lot to talk about. But I want to just talk about that little portion. But I want to talk about the mental health athletics, athletic centers that you have and, and the services that they offer. And why was it important to, you know, wrap, put the word athletic and health together? And maybe they understand it's all, has always been one. You know, I don't care if you Venus Williams or if you Tom Brady. There is a psychology. There is a mental ability. It has been known that, that the reason Serena Williams has not won the Grand Slam record because she stresses out too much in the finals. And you say, Serena, Serena Williams? Yes, yes. Stress and mental breakdowns have cost her from achieving her dream of winning all the last few Grand Slams that she's been in. And so even at that high level, how do you come in with these clinics that you created that combine health and athletics?
3: That reason right there, you mentioned the mission. You know, I want athletes to understand that they're human, just who happen to have athletic abilities. So we recognize them as human first. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when they were younger, you know, they were identified as athletes. So many of them don't even understand who they are. You know, they're trying to find their identity through it all, through their journey. And oftentimes that comes too late during retirement. And that's where we see a lot of mental health conditions as well that may come up. But when you talk about an active athlete who is injured, who actually is trying to top last year's numbers, who is going for the 3P. I mean, all of these pressures, mental conditioning cannot deal with. I mean, they have mental health issues just like us, actually, as a matter of fact, more of them have mental health issues than the general population. So I thought it was critical to so they can understand that, hey, I see you, you're human first, as a recognized psychiatrist, I'm here to assist you. All of you may not need medicine. Mm -hmm. All of you may just need a listening ear. How about just wanting to hear what you want in life, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wanting to understand what happened to last night's game that an interview didn't address. They're all criticizing you before you're able to even, you know, process what's happened. So, you know, it could be as little as that or as big as an issue as having a family history of trauma Mm -hmm. that got them out the neighborhood to go pro. That was Mm -hmm. a part of their journey. Right. So Absolutely. I wanted something that it can be all inclusive, that um, athletes can take advantage of in working with someone like me. And that is trust, you know, that they can trust. Let me ask you. And, so okay. so
4: you're there for them. So why did you I, I, I hear what you know, just the journey we're talking about now. But early when we came out of high school, we started going into college. What led you to this field? What led you to this range of study? What? Why?
3: It came to me, Rashawn. Um, I actually um, recently had graduated from my child fellowship program at Baylor, and I was in private practice for about two, two and a half years. And a Houston Rocket player came to see me in my private practice. Mm-hmm. And he and his wife came and he was experiencing anxiety. He didn't mm-hmm. know what the terminology was at the time mm-hmm. but he actually said i'm just i'm short of air like i'm short of breath i can't breathe and these are the conditions that lead to me not being able to breathe and so he was describing some of these instances mm-hmm. and we actually came up with the terminology that identified him having panic attacks mm-hmm. um, underneath the umbrella of having a, an anxiety disorder And so that's how it started. And, you know, the circles are so small, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, nowadays, you have different professional associations um, that are gone whole for mental health, mental awareness. And I'm loving these initiatives that are now out. But back then, even just six years ago, it was Mm -hmm. difficult for him to come to me. He -hmm. came with his wife. He experienced this for four or five years. It Mm -hmm. affected his game. Mm -hmm. It affected his game to the point he's not even playing anymore. He could very well be playing mm-hmm. right right um so yes that's how it started. you know
4: the, the, the thing about it first of all when we talk about mental health and uh because I I people always say how do you juggle so much because it's levels of stress you know and I also know how to walk away you know like I watch TV you know I you know you ask me on Netflix I watch Netflix you know I watch Disney you know I watch sports so what I'm telling everybody is that What helps you is what walks you away from the stress. And I remember when I bought the house in Atlanta and I told my wife, I said, I gotta be near water. She said, she said, why? I said, because I need to be able to walk out there and just see something simple. And, and I remember we was, um, I'm just telling everybody in general, just listen to how I deal with stress. And because there are they're, they're little tricks to it and there are tricks that you can do yourself. But what I try to do myself is that I try to make sure that every day looks different. In other words, we was in a high rise, Dr. Brown. And I started noticing that the treetops look the same every day. And I told her, we can't stay here. She said, well, I said, it looks the same. I said, I, I gotta have something that triggers my mind. To be creative, to into another journey, and so she said, "Oh, okay." She said, "That's still prison. Now, now it looks the same every day. Same. Like, I, 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 I can the change these trees. I can change these trees. I start counting them, okay?" And so, so what happens? I think in a lot of things, and I'm talking to a professional, and I'm talking to you, is that how I deal with that and being able to deal with stress, deal with the anxiety, deal with depression. I try to take myself in something normal and that's when i say normal go to the park you know go fishing do normal things that are breaking the cycle create a different conversation and what people stress they're stressing because they're not breaking the norm this is just rashawn mcdonald's way of thinking about it i just want to know have i been on the right path all these years can you help me out doc yes you have listen
3: can you help me out because you are
4: right on point with this seriously (laughs)
3: Very insightful of you to even bring that up because it's about taking a break from that has been my complete message to people Mm -hmm. um you gotta take breaks and they have to take a lot of them similar to you Rashawn, i actually relocated to another part of houston Mm -hmm. because my primary goal was to have a view of the city right i'm from michigan Mm -hmm. i wanted a view of the city because that's what helps you know just really bring me back to reality when i'm hearing different stories traumatic stories situations people's anxieties, depression, it's easy for me to take that on. Mm-hmm. So I even have to take a break and having a view was very important. And so that helped determine where I am. And that has been a lifesaver for me. But you have to find something that's allowing you to break away mm-hmm. from routine, from stress. Mm-hmm. Vacations are important. Mm-hmm. You got to schedule them like you schedule meetings, right? <laughs> yes, yes, you do. In
4: <laughs>
1: yes, you
3: do. <laughs> even, even your daily breaks. Mm-hmm. Any surprise, Rashad, how many people don't even break during the day?
4: No,
3: no, no. Right. Every year, we say we'll wake up earlier, exercise more,
2: really rest, and eat healthier. It's hard for us, but for dogs, not so much. Dogs are up at dawn, run for fun, sleep
3: like champs, and they love eating fresh, healthy food. Every single meal. Give your dog another healthy habit. Real fresh food from the Farmer's Dog. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash listen.
1: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other the forest is closer than you think find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org brought to you by the united states forest service and the ad council
4: you know and that's that's why it was important when i when i scheduled this interview because of the fact that when you start in a business stress when you start in a relationship stress when you having children, stress. When you're doing a job, you know, that's why I had to mention about from especially in the Houston market. We can go to different parts of the country. You can do the stress that came in the state of Georgia when President Trump and was down here saying that the, the voting was was illegal, that they were cheating. You had the Republican stress, you had the Democrat stress. And then you had then you had the Black Lives Matter movement running around. They was being called thugs, being called a a, a terrorist group, that level of stress. Your profession, I would have to believe, is under stress, too, (laughs) because so many people are coming to you for so many new answers, Dr. Brown.
3: Yeah, We're in a pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. Mental health is in its own pandemic. Mm-hmm. The good thing about it, however, Rashawn, is that people are coming to get help. Thank and you. technology has been a huge key mm-hmm. um, in creating that access for mm-hmm. many people who formerly didn't have access, mm-hmm. who didn't want to come to a place to get help. Mm-hmm. The screen, the stigma is a part of that destigmatizing experience mm-hmm. from people where they're in the comfort of their homes mm-hmm. talking about something that's triggering and they're able to communicate that through a screen has been helpful. Insurance companies have gotten on board to provide coverage for telepsychiatry so that people can get help. EAPs are on board to be able to allow therapy sessions for their employees who have been at home over a year and a half. So people are understanding this mental health movement now. They understand how important mental health is. And it is amazing to see that. But we're still in a pandemic. And we're going to be in this for quite some time, so you know, yes, stress is everywhere. It's a part of our normalcy, right. our normal day life. Right. But we have to understand that, hey, there is help out there in order for you to help manage that while you're dealing with it as well.
4: Well, you know, the help is first of all has to be acknowledged by you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like I said, I, I've acknowledged the fact that I need. I need I need to see things, movements and things like that that relax. That's my triggers. And that's a, that's a popular word you hear, especially when we talk about mental health. What are your triggers? What, what are the what are the bad triggers and what are the good triggers? The good triggers for me is that I gotta be so I gotta see change all the time. I gotta be, and I'm not talking about I gotta hear loud music. I gotta go to a party. I gotta drink. I gotta be the life of that. I'm stepping out of my own being to no. I'm talking about I go down to my little lake. I sit down and I watch the fish. And it relaxes me, and that, and then, and it takes me down a little bit where I can't see any streets. I can see part of my house, so I'm almost in my little world. And so, and it's kind of like that been that way for me, you know, my whole life. Though, Doctor Brown, I've, I've, I've unconsciously figured out positive triggers for me, you know. In New York, a lot of people, I can't stand those crowds. I love the crowds, but then you come to my my place. Is spacious, you know, I and so I'm not, I, so I don't carry that crowded environment of the streets into my home environment. Hey, 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 I got these walls too close, okay? <laughs> so, so it's really about some of the decisions, but the bigger thing that I'll take away in this conversation and why you're so important is that there's so many people who have not found the positive triggers, and that's why you are so important. Talk to us about that.
3: Amen. Amen. I have an ADHD mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have ADHD and the MD with ADHD, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so like you, I love the noise, the action, the stimuli, Mm -hmm. um, because it allows me to be moving with it. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm motivated by it. I'm driven. I'm productive. Mm -hmm. But then there are times when it's just too much for me and it's overstimulating. Mm -hmm. So I have to travel. So my positive trigger is international travel. And the reason I say international, because it gets me out of my comfort zone. I go alone. I want to learn about different cultures Mm -hmm. that I don't know anything about, meet new people. So it's a lot of newness that allows me to be in a very calming, right, type of mood and zone. Positive triggers are so important. I'm glad you brought that up because oftentimes when we talk about triggers, the automatic thought process about that is it's negative. Right. But no, there are positive triggers and we need positive triggers to balance out um, our ability to manage stress. We need positive triggers to understand when it we to know when it's time to th- take that break, when it's time to take that vacation, right? When it's time to go to bed at night. Stop, right. you know, being up at two o'clock in the morning. Because right. you always wanna have work to do. Well,
4: you know, um, you know, I, so- I, I want to say something. <laughs> I want to say something to you, Dr. Brown, because I'm kind of a not annoyed at you, but annoyed in the system. You know, yeah. like because you know May is, you know, mental health awareness month. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just one month, everybody. OK, and, it, and, and what, that gives you a false sense that we're going to recognize this month and the problem goes away. It's every day, every hour, how you deal with it, how you relate to it. And I brought Dr. Brown on the show, you know, to let you know that she's here for you. She's here to to give you a sense of um, awareness, a sense of a hope. A, 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 a ear and when, when, when that ear is listening to you she's going to give you answers and if you if you don't have the answers then she's willing to walk you through the steps to get to that answer you come in, when you come to a person like dr brown her centers and a, and what she's trying to do is she's trying to let you know that it's it's time to acknowledge there is something wrong see that's the key right dr brown
3: That's the key. And, you know, mental health doesn't necessarily just mean, um, I'm having suicidal thoughts or I'm hearing voices Mm -hmm. or, you know, these, these, the kind of the extreme of it. It could be that I'm fatigued, I'm tired, I'm Mm -hmm. losing my hair, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Nothing is, you know, I'm having thoughts that I'm not necessarily worthy. Like mental health shows up for different people at different levels of severity. And I love people just you know, just like they get physical evaluations or physical checks up, checkups, Mm -hmm. annual checkups. Mm -hmm. I would love if people can go to a mental health professional. get an annual mental health checkup Mm -hmm. wow how better they would be how better this world would be um it just will normalize we gotta normalize mental health because it's important we all experience mental health like just like you said at the beginning of our conversation we all have mental health issues and wellnesses and so it's important for us to take care of it regardless well, of you know, what know, level it is
4: the thing about it I, when you talk about fatigue I, I remember one day my wife she, I, I, I'd get up and I'd just drive myself to the airport she one day she said oh, I' drive you that's a bit you know I gotta get up early and we were we were driving she was driving me she was looking at me in the passenger seat, she says uh, she said wow when are you tired when do you when are you tired I said I'm tired right now I said, but what I've learned, I've, I've created triggers to, to be able to mask that, okay? And I say that's not a good thing, too, to mask fatigue. And so when, you, when you're when you doing things, mask is a dangerous term in, the, in mental and physical awareness because you can mask fatigue and it can lead to other issues. That's why you have to know your body. In this case, you have to know your mind. And, and I'm not saying I'm a specialist. I'm just bringing you on the show. You are the specialist. And believe me, you got to come back on my show. I could be talking to you for another hour because you and I, we, first of all, we're connecting. But I think you understand how I think. And I, I have a lot of natural awareness. and But you have the technical awareness because I can't teach anybody what I know. It is something I've designed for myself. But you can teach individuals. And get them to walk the path of 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 lightness. You know, come out of the light and because mental health is darkness. If you live in a you live in mental health, that light is not on in that room. It's not on. And you can help them. So tell us a little bit about it in the website so we can get that out there so we can just start. You know, you 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 my one, you Texas, 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 the heights, the heights, the heights. heights. (laughs) Let's walk us out of here.
3: Rashawn, you know, that's why I really appreciate and respect your platform. I, I listen to you all the time. Thank you. And I love your openness with others. I love your realness and you sharing your personal experiences so people can connect with you. Mm-hmm. That's why we connect so well, because you're a realist. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an expert to understand how this works. Mm-hmm. You're realness. And so I appreciate that about you. So thank you for having me. Um, you can find me at Dr. Dawn Psych MD. Mm-hmm. That's probably my main hub, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dawn Psych MD. That's D-R-D-A-W. W-N-P is in Paul, S-Y-C-H-M-D, on all social media platforms. Please connect with me. I would love to connect with you and see how I can be of service to you.
4: Well, you're in service to everybody who's listening and watching the show down in the Atlanta area on my TV show, that airs on AIB TV, got over two million homes, my social media, but more importantly, you're a brand that makes a difference in everybody's life. That's why I created Money Making Conversations. Dr. Don Brown, thank you for coming on. And, you know, when I come to Houston, you know, I, we got to go somewhere and do a foodie moment because I'm a foodie. OK, I'm just let I'm you know. Ready. OK, we that's can. all you, that's all you have to it. say. You're ready. I'm, I'm ready. OK, we be good. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. OK, thank you
3: for having me, Rashawn. Appreciate it. <laughs> if you want to
4: hear us see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.